Hello and welcome to the BL Portfolio podcast coming from Business Lines in-house research team. At BL Portfolio, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. I am Parv Shah, research analyst. I have my colleague Vishal Balabhadruni, research analyst with me on this podcast. Hi Vishal. Hey Parv. So Bank of Japan has been in news for some time now. In December 2022, it announced that it is going to continue with its yield curve control policy, but expanded the range for movement of the yields. This led to the fall in the equity markets and yen appreciated against dollar. So Vishal, what led to this? And can you please explain the concept of yield curve control? Yeah, sure, Par. So, as we all know, Japan has been facing deflation for a couple of decades now, and therefore the central bank is under pressure to stoke a healthy inflation. For this, the Bank of Japan has adapted a mechanism called yield curve control for past few years. So, yield curve control, as the name suggests, is the activity where central bank is doing something to hold the yield curve in current form. Now, what is this something? A central bank which plans on a yield curve control sets a target price or target yield for long-term bonds and buys all the available bonds in the market at that price. And therefore, the yield of the bond adjusts according to the price and is at the level desired by the central bank. Okay. But why did the markets go down on December 20, 2022 after the Bank of Japan policy announcement? Okay, so in December 2022, Bank of Japan announced that the yield curve control will continue but modified its yield curve control policy to allow the yield on the 10-year Japanese government bond to move 50 basis points either side of the 0% target which was prior to this, the range was just 25 basis points. This seems to have suggested some kind of leniency in the Bank of Japan's policy of yield curve control and the yields of Japanese bonds rose along with yen and bond markets across the world. Understood, but doesn't it sound similar to quantitative easing? It is different from quantitative easing in one key aspect. In quantitative easing, the central bank fixes the value of bonds which it plans to buy from the market, thereby infusing liquidity in the system and due to this, yields come down. In the case of yield curve control, the central bank first decides on the longer term target rate and then buys whatever bonds the market has to offer and maintains that rate. Okay, but why do the central banks have to take so much trouble? Can't they just use normal monetary policy tools? Look, uh, central banks change only short-term interest rates in normal monetary policy measures. Yield curve control is generally adopted by central banks when it needs to stimulate the economy and short-term rates are reduced, but long-term bonds face a risk that the yields may rise, which means rise of interest rates. This happens due to the uncertainty and fears of inflation in later years among the investors. In such cases, to avoid the yields rising beyond a limit on long-term bonds, yield curve control is adopted and as this would keep the long-term interest rates low or at a desirable level which will not hamper the economy. Cool, that sounds interesting. But are there any downsides to this? Yes. The major disadvantage of yield curve control is that central banks 
cannot be flexible with it. That is, once this is implemented, it becomes necessary for the central banks to continue this arrangement for some horizon in the future, else it would tarnish the reputation and credibility of the bank. In addition to this, due to the lower interest rates, the risk of inflation getting out of hand always persists. Right. But how does it matter to us in India? Good point. In case the Bank of Japan abandons yield curve control policy, then the yields in Japan will rise and the yen will also appreciate, which will impact yen carry trade. Now, what yen carry trade is? Borrowing in yen at cheaper rates and investing in foreign assets with better yields. The investors who have made such investments will see decline in their returns and this may impact markets in some way or other. So we need to stay alert to what the Bank of Japan is doing. Okay, that's great. This is a far greater deal than I envisaged. I hope our listeners understood this concept and its implications. That's it from us for this week. Stay tuned for further podcasts and actionable advice from us at BL Portfolio. Read us in print on Sundays and online at thehindubusinessline.com slash portfolio. Do share our podcasts in your circles if you find them useful. Thank you.